Listening to CITR 101.9 FM, and that was just the end of Dunkin' Donuts Special Edition Ryan Rossell. Uh, all vinyl edition, actually, I just heard. So um, thanks for that, Ryan. Uh, now it's the beginning of <laughs> Chips and Dip. I'm your host, Hannah, here every other week um, with all Femcon. Um, music show um and today is a special show I have a guest I'm gonna do a phone interview for a pretty short little time she should be calling soon selena Craman from um shoutback festival which is a, a um festival that's going on this weekend we'll talk a lot about that um, when she calls in so stay tuned for that that should be in around five or ten minutes but i also have a lot of new music today as well from underpass fakes flea bite um the tihas and also lisa prank so stay tuned for that i'm going to start the show off with a song from Margie Pepper, they are a a girls band from Olympia, Washington, and they're playing this weekend at Shoutback Fest. They're playing on Saturday at Astorino's at 5 p.m. There's going to be a show all day at Astorino's, talk about the leader as well, and Margie Pepper will be playing, Uh, and this is a song by them called Hands.
And that was a song from Toilet Heart <laughs> called Plan S from their uh, EP they released in March called Welfare Wednesday. It's a nice little EP, and they're a band from Vancouver that's playing at Shoutback Festival this weekend. I believe that they are playing um, on Saturday in the morning at 11, bright and early. Probably won't make that a little too early for me, but they'll be there at Astorino's playing. Uh, there's all-day um, programming Saturday with all bands. Should be really awesome. Um, I'll be talking about or playing music from a few other bands playing Saturday, um, such as Katie and the Lichen. And they are playing at 1.30, so not too long after Toilet Heart at Astorino's on Saturday. So here is um, a song from Katie and Lichen called Wastelands from the album Yours Truly that came out, um, I believe, in a few months ago. Or actually, no, it was last year. Last year in May. So here is Katie and Lichen. So Selena just called in, so she's on air. Selena? Hello. Hey. Uh, so thanks for joining us. Thank Selena. you for having me. Of course. Yeah, Selena is actually used to work at CITR. 
she did um what was your position again actually <laughs> uh it was can canadian content coordinator um yeah so it was helping out uh the station uh to provide more canadian content promote uh, local bands um help organize some shows and i had a, a radio show at one point called the all canadian oh, farm show yeah i remember that that was cool yeah it was lots of fun yeah, you're, and you're also in um, Supermoon, which is an all-female band from Vancouver, and Kiss Painting, and you're an organizer for Shoutback. So many cool yeah. things. Yeah. So you're here to talk a little bit about Shoutback. I just have general questions. I mean, just talk about it, some of the events that are happening this weekend. So I just sure. wanted to start it off with, um, how did the festival start up? Um, so the festival, Shoutback Fest, uh started in 2012 so this is our third festival um and it started i think in the spring of 2012 uh myself and a couple friends were standing around after a show a house show and uh talking about uh women in music and and how awesome how many awesome bands there are in the city that are primarily women um and also just how still in the year 2012 we come up against sexism and and uh, stereotypes in even our little uh, indie indie rock music community. So we thought, oh, we should start a festival to you know talk about these issues and also to just celebrate all of the, the excellent uh, music that's that's happening in Vancouver. So that's how it started. Yeah, definitely. I was I was going to ask this later, but I think what's really awesome about it is um, it's definitely playing um, and giving voices to a lot of bands and musicians that aren't heard, obviously, in the mainstream media, but also, like you said, in the indie like in the indie DIY scene in Vancouver. A lot of the bands that you guys are showcasing um, aren't really don't really get a fair play or aren't as prominent as other bands in the scene. Yeah, exactly. And I think um, in addition to just showcasing performers, it's also a chance for uh, folks to organize together who maybe, you know, aren't as welcome to organize with uh, more established festivals in the community, like Music Waste and that. So it's kind of an opportunity for folks, uh, women, people of color, uh, trans folks, queer folks to get together and... um, organize uh which is really fun and it's it's uh, a really special place to get together because a lot of uh, a lot of spaces aren't as inclusive when it comes to the actual organizing part. yeah definitely it's a good point so so how how would you how do you all organize it some of the details or how do you get bands <laughs> and maybe how are workshops put together to be specific it's kind of a general question yeah, um, well, it's organized entirely by volunteers and by folks who are um, donating their own time and doing this sort of on the side of their day jobs or on the side of their schooling or side of, you know, their other projects and that. <laughs> yeah. So um, it can be a little chaotic at times because, you know, everybody's doing this off the side of their desk. Um you know, regular meetings help. Uh, some of the key organizers actually live together in, um, nice. like, shared housing situations, so that always helps uh, just keep the conversations and the organizing going. Um, 
Google Docs, email, technology has been a big yeah. help for everybody. Um, one thing that's been really important and to me is one of the most sort of vital uh, things about Shoutback Fest sort of conceptually is just how um, we take uh, feedback and reflection very seriously. So, you know, right after last year's Shoutback Fest, we got together and did sort of a post-mortem where everybody talked about, you know, what we did great, what we could improve upon. Um, and then that sort of sets the tone for the upcoming year. So things that we've consistently been trying to improve are accessibility. Um, so the first year was a lot of punk houses welcomed us into their homes, and yeah. some punk houses were more safe than others. Um, and so this year we're trying really hard to be accessible, wheelchair accessible, um, scooter accessible, you know, ASL services provided if needed, child care provided if needed. So really taking right. that uh, feedback from previous years seriously. Um, yeah, and, yeah and workshops, you know, always, always asking for feedback on what kind of workshops people want. So it's very inclusive that way. Yeah, definitely. And how do you how do you organize bands? Is it by submissions or do you reach out to out-of-town acts as well? Yeah, so this year we actually opened up um, a call for submissions, uh, which is similar to what Music Waste does and just um, with an online application. So folks can folks can apply and sort of talk about why they want to play Shout Back Fest and how they feel like they might be underrepresented or misrepresented in, um, in society and in music culture in general. So uh, we did have an open call this year, and... Um, uh, I'm not too involved with the programming aspect. That's uh, another team of organizers took that on this year. But uh, I know it was really difficult in trying to decide because we had, I think, over like 120 people apply and wow. only 60 to uh, 70 got in, I think 65 in total. So it's really hard. And wow. there are yeah. bands coming from all over North America, a lot of bands coming up from Olympia and um, I think so Oakland I'm from Texas. Other places, so yeah, trying to get a variety of folks from outside of Vancouver so they can, yeah. you know, provide us feedback and we can share ideas around how they uh, throw shows down in their cities. Yeah, that's awesome. There's some Montreal bands too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, cool. So, can you elaborate on some of the workshops that are going on this weekend, or a few maybe you're looking forward to? Um, yep, so today is our opening day uh, with a workshop that starts at 7 p.m. over at Astorino's, and it's uh, decolonization and problematizing allyship. allyship. So um, that uh, will kick off the festival, and the idea behind that is to just sort of talk about what it is to be so-called marginalized and to be a so-called ally, because I think when we're talking about these sorts of uh, identity politics, um, it, it can be people can get really sensitive about it, and sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, it's it can open up a discussion that's really valuable and meaningful, and sometimes it can um, people can sort of react to these kinds of discussions and, and criticisms and feedback uh, negatively. So I think this will be a good opportunity to sort of lay out all of those ideas on the table and um, kick off the festival and just, you know, talk about what it means to take up space, um, what it means to, um, yeah, organize and be a performer that uh, identifies as a, uh, not as a, a straight white man. 
So, um, yeah, that's, that's uh, going to be the flagship workshop. Um, and there's a whole bunch of other workshops happening. Um, there's a couple of workshops around mental health. Um, there's a workshop happening at Gallery Gachet called Fat Panic, and it's about body image stuff. Uh, sex worker solidarity workshop, uh, anti-surveillance workshop. So there's all sorts of, of topics. And most of the workshops are taking place at the Britannia Community Center as well as the Strathcona Community Center. Uh, so and you can find more details in the schedule on our website. Nice. Who, so who's um, facilitating some of the workshops? Are they the festival organizers or speakers? Yeah, or? so there's all sorts of folks, um, yeah. festival organizers, uh, for sure, um, community members. Uh, there are some folks who have facilitated workshops in the past who will be joining us again uh, this year, uh, activists from the community. So it's it's a whole bunch of folks, different folks. Sweet. Awesome. Look forward yeah. to those. Um, so just moving on, I the fest is organized and um, stated for women, queer, queer folks, people of color, um, but you're also open, uh, it's open for anyone to join the show. Um, I was just wondering, like, what's the importance, too, of just including maybe straight white males or people who don't fall into other those categories of the festival and just including everyone in the fest? Right, yeah. So I think, you know, obviously in the spirit of um, inclusion and, and uh, doing it together, sort of mentality and framework, it's important to keep it accessible and open to all folks. Um, all of the shows are all ages as well, which is uh, really important to us over at Show Breakfast. Um, so, yeah, it's just to, to keep it open and inclusive. I mean, the key is that the folks who are taking on leadership roles and um, who are taking to the stage uh maybe don't identify as straight white men and you know some people course, do like yeah. like definitely there are performers who who identify like that as well but the focus um is on other folks right right i just uh, yeah i just wanted to elaborate on um that it is open to everyone as well because it could be confusing i guess yeah and, i think you know again that's part of that defensive sort of reaction that, um, you know, I've encountered and other organizers have encountered. And I think the thing to stress is that just because um, there's one weekend a year where women and um, <laughs> queer and trans and people of color, are take, folks are taking, taking up to organize and be proud of organizing under, under those identities, um, it doesn't mean that, you know, um, we don't like men. Like, that is such, a, oh, such of course, a, yeah. an old sort of feminist and misnomer and so so that's not what we're about and um you know hopefully hopefully this conversation can carry on throughout the festival and um yeah if that answers your question provides a bit of context yeah kind of that was a confusing question I guess I didn't mean it like that <laughs> it's a confusing topic and it's uh it's it's complicated um all I know is that for me, I feel very comfortable organizing with um, the folks who I organize with at Show Backfest, and I, whereas I and performing with these folks, whereas um, you know, in other events and other jobs that I've had, where it is sort of, you know, there's 
a dude involved or somebody who has a lot of confidence in organizing, um, it can it can often be very intimidating. So this this is an opportunity for folks to just um, you know build up confidence and not be intimidated by those who are used to taking up yeah. a lot of space. Yeah, exactly. Or to start from scratch too, if you haven't yeah. built experience. Yeah, exactly. Something build something from scratch. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, anyway, so it's the first annual Anarchist Book Fair, and that's happening on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, Very exciting. Yeah, that is exciting. Do you want to talk about that a little? Yeah, I mean, sure. We've uh, Shout Back Fest and Spartacus Books have partnered up to pre- uh, present this book fair that's going to be happening at Britannia. I believe it starts at 9 on Saturday and goes up until 5 p.m. Um, so that is really exciting. Um, most other cities seem to have an annual book fair, anarchist book fair. Uh, I think Montreal is entering their 12th year mm-hmm. this year. Um, Victoria's had an ongoing book fair for the last several years. And so um, I guess some of the organizers thought it was kind of interesting that Vancouver uh, had, doesn't have an active uh, book fair, anarchist book fair. So, yeah, um, thought to present the first one, and I think I think it makes sense when we're talking about some of these bigger issues and you know just the the political nature, the the activist nature of Showbox Fest lends itself really well to an anarchist book fair um, as it's a place to you know go flip flip through zines and um, mm-hmm. read literature that provides more context around some of these issues and some of the some of the theories that guide um, the show access mandate. Right. So it makes sense, I think. Yeah, no, it definitely does. It's it's cool. I'm I wanna go to it Saturday. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. When when are the times again? Um the the book fair is yeah. I believe it's just Saturday from nine to five. Cool. Ish. Yeah. And There'll be snacks there, and there's going to be workshops happening um, also at Britannia. So uh, definitely check it out. It's all free to attend. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. It's always good. And it's also very close to Astorinos where um, a lot of bands are playing on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. There's It's going to be all day, uh, an all-day <laughs> affair at Astorinos on Saturday. So, you know, it's only a couple blocks from from the book fair. So it should be pretty accessible and easy to get to yeah definitely very exciting yeah yeah anyway that should wrap it up okay Um, thanks for taking the time to call in thank you for taking the time to (laughs) ramble on about (laughs) no 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 it was informative and great yeah (laughs) and you're very articulate so it's a pleasure I'm on my lunch break here at work. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I'm sure. I'm all jacked up on, oh. on uh, lemonade. Oh, nice, on the sugar. That always helps, right? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. okay, well, thanks, Hannah. Yeah, of course. I'll see you later, and yep. have a good day. <laughs> okay, see you there. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. So that was just Selena Cremond from Shoutback Festival. Um just going to continue on with the show today. Uh, it is also SOCAN, which means that the Canadian artists I've been playing will get paid. So that's exciting. Um, just a side note there. Anyway, I'm going to still have a few more bands that I'd like to showcase and um, t- uh, play before I move on and play other bands um, from 
beyond shout back fest but uh, i'm gonna play a song from filthy liars i've played them a lot on the show i really like them they're a newish band from vancouver i believe they are by coastal actually vancouver and halifax uh, they put out an album in march that i really like called if all else fails cry and cry again and they are playing shout pa- shout back fest uh, i believe it's actually tonight um at nine at Astorino's show, so that should be a good show. There's a few other bands that are playing with them. Um, so yeah. Anyway, this is Filthy Liars. What with what is time?
That was a song from Fakes uh, called Truths in their band from Montreal. Uh, and they just released a uh, split tape with Harsh Reality, also from Montreal. I've played them on the show before. Both sweet bands, but Fakes is coming to Vancouver for Shoutback Fest. Um, they are playing tomorrow, Friday, at Rainbow Connection um, with Channels 3 and 4 and Bush Tip. Should be a good show. I believe that's at night. Um, should... Uh, should be one of the highlights of Shoutback Fest. So that is Friday at Rainbow Connection. Um, and that was Fakes. Next, I'm going to play a song from Underpass. Uh, they are a three-piece band. Um, I believe they're from Vancouver. Um, they may also live in Olympia some of the time, but they are also some of the Shoutback Festival coordinators or organizers. Um, and they're playing at the fest as well this weekend. Um, the finale, which is at Asterino's as well on Sunday. You know what? I am cor- I am confused. They are actually, it's actually at um, Rainbow Connection, not at Asterino. So Saturday is the Asterino show all day there. Uh, then on Sunday, the finale show is at uh, Rainbow Connection. Um, and Poor Form, Hard Bitch, Madonna is also playing. Underpass will be there 8.30. They should be playing. So, yes, this is Underpass with their new single, Side.
CITR is proud to sponsor Benjamin Booker with guests the districts at the Media Club on Wednesday, August 13th. Tickets are available now online at ticketweb.ca or at Redcat Records and Zulu Records. For more information, go to benjaminbookermusic.com. That was a song from Lisa Prank called Candy and Cigarettes. I love that track from her. um, It's Robin Edwards EP called Crush on the World. um, That was just released in July. Um, She, Robin and Lisa Prank are from Seattle, Washington. Um, Really awesome EP worth checking out. It's Lisa Prank. Uh, next, I'm going to play a song from a new song from Flea Bite. They are a all-female band from Boston. 
Um, they just put out a new single uh, that's actually a cover of Vanga Bond's I Want You In My Room. It's really good. Um, they have their own little spin on it. Um, yeah, so here's Flea Bite with I Want You In My Room.
AMS Sexual Assault Support Center is happy to present its new collaboration with My Sister's Closet, a social enterprise of battered women support services. The SASC's Got Consent clothing items will be sold at My Sister's Closet, located at 1092 Seymour Street in Vancouver. The Got Consent initiative is a preventative campaign that creatively touches upon the necessity for consent to be present during all sexual encounters. The Got Consent branding is visible on a variety of clothing items, including t-shirts, underwear, and tank tops. It's also available at the SASC and the UBC Wellness Center in the sub, in addition to at My Sister's Closet. For more information on the Sexual Assault Support Center at UBC and the Got Consent campaign, go to ams.ubc.ca slash SASC. The song that you heard before that ad was from Tita's called Climb Higher from their EP Buzzkill. Uh, that was released in June. They are a band from Edmonton um, uh, with, I believe, three females and Rennie Wilson, who um, is uh, a singer-songwriter from Edmonton as well, and I believe that he recorded that. Um, anyway, really good stuff from them. Worth checking out. Tita's with um, the album Buzzkill. You can find it on Bandcamp. Uh, we're almost done with Chips and Dip today. I have time for a few more songs, I believe. So I'm going to play a new one from uh, Boys Bit called Rivka's Table uh, from their album Everyone is Cool that was released a few months ago in April. And they are a band from Baltimore, a lot of East Coast bands um, today. Uh, yeah, so here is Boys Bit with Rifka's table.
On Sunday, August 10th, the third annual Salish Sea Summer Gathering will bring together artists, audiences, and organizations united to stop the Kinder Morgan pipeline expansion. Produced by the Tsleil-Waututh Nation in the spectacular setting of Wayawichen, Kate's Park, North Vancouver, the gathering will feature 15 musical acts, including celebrated Canadians Chilliwack, Holly McNarland, Vince Vaccaro, and Clash Act, performing on solar, pedal, and biodiesel-powered stages. This family-friendly event will also feature traditional canoe paddles from Takaya Tours, a salmon barbecue, interactive art, and a children's play zone. For more information and to purchase tickets, please visit twnsacredtrust.ca. Unearthing the depths of contemporary cassettes and vinyl underground, ranging from DIY bedroom pop and garage rock all the way to harsh noise and, of course, drone. Pop Drone, every Wednesday at 10 to 11.30 a.m. at CITR 101.9 FM. My advice to young girls would be Go home after school you were just hearing was from Mexican Slang uh, called Season Hell. It's a new single 
um, that they've just released on Buzz Records and their band uh, from Toronto. Uh, Buzz Records is also from Toronto as well. Anyway, just want to sign out before the end of the show and the end of the song there. So thanks for listening to CITR and to Chips and Dip today. But stay tuned next because Andy, um, our online music coordinator, is doing a fill-in next. So stay tuned. And here is the rest of Mexican Slang's Season in Hell. <laughs> 